country with your host, Dave Woods. This is the radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Spend some time in the country and get to know our guests. Spend some time in the country where the music's the best. The latest news and memories, two great stories that get Olivia Francis is my guest on the show. She's here to chat about her album, Back to Happiness, her new single, Room with a View, songwriting, and much more. My pleasure now to welcome Olivia. Hello there. Hello, Dave. How are you today? I am doing just great. It's so great to have you on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Can you hear me okay? Yes, you're coming in loud and clear. You're calling in through Skype. Yes, sure am. Good old Skype is great to connect people and know you're sounding really good. Uh, let's start off by talking about, first of all, you're from Cincinnati, Ohio, originally, now living in Music City, Nashville. Uh, to tell me about that move. That's a pretty big step, isn't it? Yes, sure thing. So I moved to Nashville last July, so it's almost been a year now. And I made the decision to move to Nashville at 18 years old, right out of high school. And it's about five hours from Cincinnati, but it was still you know, a big move, and I'm so glad that I'm here in Nashville now. There are so many opportunities, especially being a songwriter and a musician. You know, I gig all the time mm-hmm. here. I co-write regularly with other songwriters in town, and um, it's just a blast, really. It's really the place to be, right? Uh, we broadcast out of Ontario. A lot of Canadians head down there to visit or to live, and that is the place to be in Nashville is where you're going to make the, the biggest connections and, and be closest to, uh, to the music business. Oh, totally. Yeah, I mean, Music Row is only like 20 minutes away from my, my place, and so it's really inspiring to like drive over there and see all the different posters and success, the successes that people have had, um, mm-hmm. songwriters with, you know, getting big cuts, and you just – make a lot of connections here and so many people are in the industry somehow, some way, you know, you run into some at the grocery store, the post office who are all into music. It's so special. Right. That is very interesting. And what I find fascinating too, uh, at the age of 12, this is an early age to be getting into songwriting this seriously because you joined the Nashville Songwriters Association International known as NSAI. Uh, at that young age, so tell me about joining there. Were you Had you started to write songs and were looking to develop further? Sure. Well, that's actually a great story. So I had just written my first song uh, fairly recently. I'd always been singing ever since I was a young girl, and I actually played piano for six years as well. But what happened was um, I went out to dinner with my family, and there happened to be an open mic night going on at this Italian, Italian restaurant back um, in Cincinnati at a place called Mama Vita's Italian restaurant. And um, I didn't even know what was going on, but then once I saw what was happening, I signed up and sang the first song I ever wrote, which was called The Spark. I sang it completely a cappella. I didn't have my guitar with me or anything. And after I sang the song, three, uh, three guys came up to me and they said, you know, wow, we really liked your song, and you should think about joining the NSAI Cincinnati chapter. We meet oh, wow. every week and wow. have song critique and lesson nights. And I'm just so grateful that I ran into them at that age because I really had no idea that a group like that existed. So I immediately joined. You know, I remember my mom and I driving home that night. We thought it was like some sort of record label. We didn't even know like what it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> but 
but then we got into it, and uh, I just I loved going to the meetings. And basically, those people um, at the NSAI Cincinnati chapter, they are like family now. You know, I've heard so many of the members' songs, and I've shared my own, and we help each other um, get our songs to the best place they can be um, before moving on to the next level. So it's just it's been such a treat for me to be a part of that group. And then, of course, moving to Nashville, I had that built-in community because the NSAI is based here. And mm-hmm. I do regularly attend workshops there and connect with NSAI members all the time because it's a great, like, base to, to start with. And I know that there's probably an NSAI chapter where you are, correct? There is. You're, you got that right. There's several in uh, in the Ontario area, in the Toronto area. So NSAI is, uh, you know, really strong here as well. And it's... Uh, I know I've attended some of the events, so I know, Olivia, that they do critiques of songs, and I've had them do some of mine as a songwriter. Uh, what is that like? And for anybody listening who hasn't had that experience, so you've written this song and you're uh, putting it in front of these judges or you're sending it into the NSAI, what's, what's important to remember when someone is critiquing a song you've written? Right, that's it's true. So, um, you know, even though it's hard at first to get your songs critiqued because Songs are like your babies, you know, like you, you don't mm-hmm. want anyone to, you know, say anything mean to them or ruin their perfect form, whatever. But I think you have to remember that, you know, when you first write a song, it's like writing a first draft to a paper. You can always make it better. And even though some people may suggest things that you don't necessarily agree with, there might be some other points that you never thought about. You know, somebody might say, oh, what if you added this twist to the bridge? And then you could end the song um, on a positive note or, you know, just it's really cool because when you critique songs with other people, they have a different outlook and perspective on the song that you didn't have in the first place. And so you can kind of take or leave what you might want to add or not add to your song to make it better. That uh, those are those are great points because you're right. When you're very close to the song, as good as the song is, that outside ear who who is listening with a fresh set of ears can give you some pointers and help you strengthen the song. And I think you know, as long as you listen to the the feedback and take it for what it is, and, and don't get uh, obviously hurt by it or defensive, then uh, then it's great to have that kind of criticism. Uh, as far as uh, venues in Nashville, because there's so many great places to play for songwriters, uh, what are some of your favorite places in Nashville, Olivia, to perform at? Ooh, wow, there's so many. It's hard to decide, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I really enjoy playing at the Millennium Maxwell House Hotel. Uh, the host, Lee, is a great guy. He's really funny. And so I played there regularly. Of course, the Commodore Grill also always has fantastic live music that I get to be a part of sometimes. Um, and let's see, tomorrow I'm playing two shows. I'm playing at Margaritaville down on Broadway, and I've actually never mm-hmm. been there. Somebody asked me to, like, fill their spot for them, and I was like, of course. Like, I, I basically, I never say no to a show. I love performing, <laughs> so it's a blast. And then tomorrow night I'm also performing at the Bridge Bar, which is inside of a hotel, and I actually have never performed there before either, so hopefully I'll like both of those venues. I'm assuming I will, but um, it's just so cool. You always discover new venues, and, you know, I could probably list names and names of places I haven't been to or names I have, but you can kind of mix and match, and different different venues have different vibes. Um, you probably picked up the fact that a lot of venues here in Nashville are inside hotels, um, specifically because when visitors come, uh, they want, you know, they're here to see live music, and if it's in their hotel, then that's just a lot easier, you know, <laughs> for 
for everyone. So I, I played at the Hyatt last Saturday, and that was a really fun gig because people come in, you know, they have a drink on Saturday night before they go back to the room or go out or whatever, and they just sit and listen, and it's just it's fun, I guess, to hear where people are from. It's amazing. People come from all over uh, to Nashville, just not, not just to visit, but, I mean, my friends here in town, most of them are not from Nashville. You know, they're from Washington State, New York, mm-hmm. or Florida, or, you know, I'm from Ohio. We all moved here to, to do the songwriting thing and to, to follow our dreams. It's so cool. We're in it together. That that is so cool for sure. And along with those uh, other people uh, that you mentioned from different states, have you have you had a chance to meet any Canadians uh, in Nashville while you've been there? Actually, I have. Um, I met the Reclaws. They played at Boots and Hearts oh, yeah. last year. Oh yeah. And I'm actually co-writing with them tomorrow. I think it's still on our schedule. <laughs> I'll be checking with oh, them. Terrific. But yeah, they're so, yeah, they're so talented. I I love both um, Jenna and Stuart. I wish them all the success. They're they're doing great here, and um, yeah, I haven't written with them before, but we've talked a lot and kind of crossed paths a few times. So I know they're from Toronto, and in fact, oh, yeah. oh my God, I, I can't forget. Um, there's a guy who I write with regularly. His name is Matt Lipscomb, and he um, he and I met at MSAI Song Camp, and we Skype on a regular regular basis about once or twice a month to to write together. So that is so cool. And he's from the he's from uh, Canada. Yeah, he. I want to say Toronto. Yeah, I definitely. He's from Toronto. Yeah. Oh, very cool. That's great that you've got that Canadian connection. And I wasn't sure if I heard you say that you had met the Reclaws at Boots and Hearts because I met them there last year. Is that is, is that what you said? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no. I I know they played at Boots and Hearts, and that was a oh, huge gotcha. deal because I like was reading their bio and stuff. But I actually met them here in Nashville. Yeah. Very cool. We'll pass on my regards because I did meet them uh, at Boots and Hearts after the show, and they they were wonderful on stage and uh, and just terrific people to meet. And of course, their music music is great. Let's turn to some great music from you, Olivia. We got a couple of songs to play uh, of yours, and we'll start with uh, the title track to the album "Back to Happiness." And tell me a bit about the song, Olivia, before I play it. Sure. So this song is taken on as a whirlwind of it's gone a lot of different places. Well, I first. Um, wrote the song on a summer day with a blue sky on the porch of our house and um, the line just kind of came to me back to happiness and I went with it as a hook you know to start the song but I do remember that I rewrote that song probably two three maybe four times before it got into the final form and um, another thing is before I came to Nashville um, my mom and I were driving driving down we were recording the song the next day and I remember her telling me did you ever finish that second verse? I thought you said you were going to rewrite it. And so I wrote the second verse (laughs) the night before I went into the studio, which is hilarious considering that um, it went on to win the best pop song of 2014 in the Ohio Music Awards last year. Um, So that was a really big deal. I had no idea. I submitted the song in August of 2014. And in December, I get this email from the head guy, you know, congratulations, best pop song. <laughs> I was like, what? Like, I was completely shocked, blown away. Um, so, so thankful. Um, so it's this song is really special to me. And when I play it out, it's, it's interesting because people always say, you know, I love your happiness vibes. And that's really who I am. I'm, I'm all about happiness. So I hope you enjoy the song. 
I think that's awesome. Well, let's share it now, Olivia. This is my guest, Olivia Francis, back to happiness on In the Country.
Olivia Francis and Back to Happiness here on In the Country. You can find that song as well as that whole album at iTunes. You can also learn more about Olivia at oliviafrancismusic.com. And that is a great song, very catchy. And as you said, it's got that happiness vibe going on. (laughs) Yeah, thank you. (laughs) It sounds great. It's nice to have music that cheers us up as much as we want moving songs as well and songs that make us reflect. It's nice to have songs that make us feel good, too. Exactly. I think it's a, you know, it's a balance in the mix at the same time. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Let's talk about social media because, of course, these days for everybody it's important, but especially people trying to uh, promote stuff, including music. And uh, so you're trying to get your name out there and your music out there to people. And I understand that you even uh, go as far as to put stuff on, a, on your calendar to make sure to post to certain uh, websites. Yeah, I do. I always like to schedule Facebook posts and schedule tweets. As a matter of fact, I scheduled some tweets for tonight. So if you see my tweets go out while we're talking, I'm not actually like t- tweeting right now. They, they were scheduled to go out. That's cool. <laughs> yes. It's really important to, um, yeah, pretty much be all over the Internet. I mean, I just, it's one of those things where if somebody goes to my website and my show schedule, let's say, is not updated and they wanted to come see a show, I just lost out on a fan being at my show. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. yeah. I try and get a point to always update my social media sites. And it's hard and it can be overwhelming. Um, I actually did an interview with a wonderful girl here in Nashville, Emily, Emily Steiner, she uh, works at National Public Radio, and it was so cool. She wanted to ask me on my take on social media, and so I'm on um, National Public Radio now about how I kind That's of awesome. use social media. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I just think that it's one of the tools that musicians can't really ignore, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Really good. Uh, I mean, I'm an Twitter and Facebook, Reverb Nation, Spotify, iTunes, um, and definitely more. I think that sometimes, you know, I just, if you make it a habit, like after a show, post a picture of your show or tweet about your upcoming next show, just little things like that here and there, you can just sort of have that be part of what you do, you know, because of course I don't want to lose the music aspect of it, of practicing and performing and co-writing and just getting produced, like, you know, going into the studio and recording. There's just so much to, to um, you know, handle that you really have to just juggle a lot of balls at once and find time for each one and make sure you're just diligent about it all. Absolutely. There's so much to uh, to keep track of and to focus on. So, yeah, a lot of work to be uh, an artist and a singer-songwriter. Uh, let's talk about your influences, Olivia, those artists that uh, you're still very young, 18 years old, that, that you grew up listening to and that you're still listening to, but who in the music field uh, in, has influenced you the most to pursue this? Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I just, I love Bonnie Bear. Some people say Bon Iver. I think it's Iver, though, because it's like winter. Um, his music just takes me to another planet, and it makes me feel amazing. His music is very indie and alternative. A lot of people don't know Bonnie Bear. I don't know, but that's just someone who I found out about him, actually, because I went to a summer camp um, up in Maine for a month, each month, starting when I was in fifth grade, and there was a girl who sang a Bonnie Bear song called Skinny Love at a campfire, and, mm-hmm. oh, gosh, 
she sang that song. I was just like, I had to know what song that was, and I went up to her afterwards, <laughs> and she told me about this artist. And, and I, I don't recognize what he's doing, and I know sometimes he's a little secretive, more uh, more secretive about like what he's doing in his project and stuff. Um, but I just, I really admire like the feelings he brings out of me when I listen to his music. Like I feel good and I feel relaxed and. No, so I think he really. I mean, it's one person, Justin Vernon. Um, but but something. Just I I I love music in general, but I think that he has really influenced me in a positive way. It is great to have those influences that uh, you know inspire you and maybe shape your sound, or at least uh, even just to hear songs that make us feel good, right? It's uh, you turn on the radio every day, and I love hearing a new country song or, or even a new pop song, but just some kind of song that moves me in some way or makes me feel good or moves me. Right, that's so true, and you you don't even sometimes understand why that particular song really hits you yeah. so hard, but it does, and that's the beauty of it. That's right. It could be something about it that you can't always put your finger on or that doesn't jump out, but just something about a song. And that's what songwriters are obviously trying to create and you're trying to create. As far as pitching a song to another artist, have you have you done that yet? And have you thought about it, Olivia, with some of your co-writers? Have you got a song that you've written and thought, man, this would be perfect for Kenny Chesney or this would be perfect for Tim McGraw or someone like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great question. So when I write songs... Um, I don't say to myself, okay, today I'm going to write a song for Miranda Lambert, right? Because what I've heard, I actually um, listened to Tom Douglas speak at the NSAI Spring Training Camp this year, and he wrote, he was a co-writer to House versus a hands-down unbelievable song. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, something that I kind of took away from his, his speech was you want to write songs from your heart, and so in the end, if an artist hears themselves singing the song, then that's great. But if you force a song to be for a certain person, it's more likely than not that they're actually not going to want that song you wrote. So, um, But to answer your question, as far as artists and pitches, so I'm, I'm not signed to a publishing company yet. Hopefully I will be, maybe in the future, yes. Um, But when you're signed to a publishing company, those are the people who really have the connections to the big artists, like Brad Paisley, Kenny Chesney, Blake Shelton, you know, all those people. Um, However, one of my friends, who is a super talented girl, I love her so much, her name is Reagan Ray. I wrote a song with her, and she's going to cut it for her new album. She's an artist. So technically, that would be my first article. Thank you. Yeah, it's not out there yet. She's still in the process of creating the album, but she told me the other day that she was thinking about what songs, you know, she wants to put on, and she has, like, a catalog, and um, she's she's definitely going to put that one on the album. So I'm really looking forward to her rendition of the song. We wrote it together, so I mean, but, of course, every person does their own song. So it'll be really cool to have, you know, her audience listen to it and be a part of of her and that song. That is so exciting to have uh, one of your co-writes make it on that make it on that album in that case. And and I like what you said too, as far as what Tom Douglas passed on to you, to not try to on purpose write for uh, Miranda Lambert or Kenny Chesney or whoever. Write a great song and and hope that it sort of suits them or, or finds its way to them, but not not trying to force a song in that style. That's great advice. 
Well, let's turn to another one of your songs, Olivia. And again, I'll remind our listeners they can go to iTunes to get your music, including the single we're about to hear, and they can uh, head to oliviafrancismusic.com to learn more about you. So this new single is called Room with a View. What can you tell us about it? Sure. So in 2015, I'm releasing one song a month each month in a project that I'm calling Single Steps. Hashtag Single Steps. You know, one step at a time, one song a month. So um, Room with a View was released in April, my April single, and it's just like a up-tempo, beachy love song that I co-wrote um, with a great guy named Mike Astrogen. He's from Kansas City, and I met him uh, da, 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 at <laughs> NSAI song camp last year. NSAI where it's at. I'm like totally their spokesperson right now. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I love this. But anyway, um, <laughs> and so I met Mike there, and we really connected. We decided to co-write over Skype because he's not in Nashville, and we write again on a regular basis, at least once a month. Um, and we came up with the song back in December, and I recorded it in January, and now it's out and about on the web, and people seem to like it when I play it out. So it's exciting. I hope you enjoy. Very cool. Let's hear her now. This is Olivia Francis, Room with a View, here on In the Country.
an airplane, take a train, see the Eiffel Tower and sip champagne, travel through the great wall, the Taj Mahal is your call, cause I've already got it all with you, it's like a room with a view. That is Olivia Francis, originally from Cincinnati, Ohio, now living in Nashville. Just 18 years old, so much talent. She is uh, writing great songs and singing them. That is called Room With A View. And, you know, that's another happy song. And I, I love in that, I mean, I can hear the smile in your voice as you're singing in certain lines, and it just adds so much. Oh, thanks. I'm glad. I'm glad you hear that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just I can tell you're enjoying it. It's another happy song, and it's just terrific. That one is available at iTunes. I was interested to read, Olivia, that uh, you didn't come from a musical background. You know, there aren't musical people in your family as far as people who pursued this, so you really discovered this on your own. Yeah, totally on my own. I mean, my mom is a writer. She was an English teacher, and then she had me, and I think she might be going back to teaching fairly soon, but... She, I mean, I think that's where I get the songwriting from. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as the music, yeah, it's, it's really funny. I mean, I kind of just, I mean, my parents, you know, had me take piano lessons when I was six. And then when I was 12, I decided to pick up guitar. And I think I was inspired by Taylor Swift, to be honest. So I wrote my first song. <laughs> and, sure. Um, it just kind of spiraled from there. I love, I've always loved music. I mean, really. And performing is just like icing on the cake for me. It's, it's a blast. I, I love being out all the time and just getting the feedback from the people and talking to people. It's, it's so fun. And, of course, Taylor Swift, I mean, her country career was amazing. She was at the top of it. Now she's moved into the pop world, winning all kinds of awards, the Billboard Music Awards the other night. You can learn a lot from her, I'm sure, as a female artist. Probably any artist can, but as a young female artist, you can probably learn from uh, her songwriting and, and the way she performs. Yeah, yeah. I like studying how she does certain things. Um, and also, I think that just watching musicians in general and songwriters who are doing what I'm doing is really important. So what's special about Nashville is I feel like it's definitely not a competitive environment, like outwardly, you know, so I'll go to the Commodore and I'll see all my songwriting friends and it's, you know, good vibes between all of us. You know, it's not like, oh, you're a songwriter, so am I. Like, I don't want to talk to you. It's nothing like that at all. (laughs) But at the same time, it's good because we push each other. Um, You know, I'll see my friend, like, and way better guitar than me. So I'm like, oh, like i got to practice way more diligently to get to their level. And, you know, it's also a great thing, though, because here in Nashville, everyone is at such different levels that you're always going to have people who are ahead of you and doing like, way more than you and, you know, have gotten farther up the, this stage in their life and then people who are trying to catch up to where you are and then will be advancing. You know, it's just everyone's at a different spot and so you can learn from, from everyone. It must be great to uh, get out 
to to the different venues. One of the when I was in Nashville last year, I went to the listening room, and to hear songwriters sing songs that either are you know this was recorded by Tim McGraw or or Miranda Lambert, and you're hearing the songwriter do it, or maybe it's a song that hasn't you haven't even heard the artist do, and they're playing it, and you know it's a great song, and eventually it's going to find a home. What is that like to hear these uh, seasoned and wonderful songwriters perform their songs? Oh my gosh. It brings tears to my eyes. <laughs> I mean, it's like, it's just the coolest thing to be like, wow, that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm writing a song, yeah. and who knows? The song that I wrote the other day with my friend George like, could be a next huge hit, could be the way that I'm, you know, get out there in the world. That's right. Just, you never know. So, and then to You're- see someone, you know, who's a songwriter perform and say, yeah, this is my first number one. Like, oh, my gosh, you were in Nashville for seven years, and this is your first number one, and now, like, your name is so well-known, and I look up to you so much, and, um, you know, to whoever it is. I mean, I really admire Phil Barton and, and Jeff Cohen, and uh, there's so many writers here who I just really think, you know, worked really hard to get to where they are at, and it's paid off. Hard work pays off. That's the thing. We hear these hit songs when they come out, and, and of course, whether it's the artist or the songwriter, everybody thinks it's an overnight success. But uh, for both the artist and the songwriter, if they're separate people, it's years and years of work and practice and to get to that one break, and then hopefully the rest of the songs flow out uh, and, and they continue to have hits. Uh, as far as sharing a stage with someone, Olivia, a big name out there, who would you like yeah. to, you know, a Taylor Swift or a Miranda Lambert, who would you like to be on stage and have a chance to perform with? Ingrid, Ingrid Michaelson, for sure. Cool. I think she's I've so heard that fun. name. I know she's not country, but um, yeah, she's just she seems like a really fun person. But as far as in the country market, I think that um, hmm, I want to know Maddie and Tay and, and Kelsey Ballerini. Oh, yeah. I love all of them. <laughs> yeah, Maddie and Tay. I love their song uh, "Girl in a Country Song." That's a that's a great one. Yeah, yeah, go that. Right now. What was the other What was the other act you mentioned after them? Oh yeah, sure. Um, Kelsia Ballerini. She has that new love. She's up and coming, but she will hopefully okay. like go really big. I mean, like on the big '98 on WSIX, like they're playing her sometimes. And I actually know the songwriter um, who wrote oh, cool. like "Love Me Like You Mean It." But uh, yeah, she's awesome. I really, I really wish there were more female country artists right now. I mean, basically, it's Miranda Lambert and, and Carrie Underwood. And, I mean, I'd love to share the stage with both of them, too. I mean, there's not really anyone I wouldn't want to share the stage with. But, <laughs> but I'm saying, you know, there's a lot more uh, male country singers, which is how it is. Like, if you look at the Billboard Top 20 right now, it's probably going to be all male singers and maybe there aren't two female singers. Yeah, I hear that all the time, and obviously I see that on the charts. I, to me, I love a female voice and a female artist as much as a male, but I do always hear that, that especially maybe lately or the last whatever number of years, that the charts are dominated by male artists, which is, you know, it, I'd like it to be a little more equal. Yeah, me too, me too. But I think that it's fun to watch people's careers, and no matter yeah, who they are, but just to see like how they've gotten so far and um, what oh, they're yeah. doing. Yeah, Yeah, it is. It's great to watch uh, a career start out and you see them song by song get big. Do you you like the talent shows like American Idol, which is going off next year? Hard to believe, but it's been on a lot of years. And, of course, The Voice, 
with Blake Shelton and, and the gang. Do you like seeing those shows and watching the artists or the, the singer's journey uh, progress? Yeah, I actually, <laughs> I don't really watch shows. But, I mean, I've watched them like once or twice, you know, like good shows, but I don't follow them. Uh, I know that's how a lot of artists get their start, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. But maybe maybe next season <laughs> I'll like tune in. There you go. That. Yeah, there's so many different ways, too. There's those shows, there's social media, you know, different ways to get in front of the public, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Olivia, it has been a pleasure having you on the show. I'm so glad that uh, we had this chance to cover so many different topics, learn about your life in Nashville and songwriting, the NSAI. For anyone who doesn't know about that, they can go online, the Nashville Songwriters Association International. They can contact you, I'm sure, to ask you questions about it in songwriting, oliviafrancismusic.com, and on all your social media sites. Thanks so much for being here. It's been a pleasure. Dave, thank you. You've asked such great questions, and I've really enjoyed talking to you. Oh, that really means a lot. And you had talked before about listening to the show and finding it. And I really appreciate the positive feedback. And I'll also let our listeners know they can head to iTunes to find Back to Happiness, uh, the whole album and the song we heard, and your latest one called Room with a View. And uh, we'll talk to you again down the road, Olivia. Have a great uh, spring and summer in Nashville. Thank you so much. Yeah, let me know if you come down. (laughs) And I can uh, show you to open my songwriting round so we can meet up. That's awesome, Olivia. I love that. I, I hope to get down there, and I, I will take you up on that invitation. My guest has been Olivia Francis here on In the Country. Thank you.